This is Alec. And this is Jack. Welcome to another episode of Smith and Scholar. Smith and Scholar is a multimedia project dedicated to promoting and encouraging young men to pursue and live the good life. And we are back, closing out, well, not quite, but we're getting to the end of this year. And now that we've gone into some more fun topics, well, recently, I guess, with reading, not as serious or in-depth as our previous topics, uh, we're going to continue that line with something that involves iron, um, moving the body rapidly, or sometimes slowly, and... I know what you're thinking. Iron Man? No, no. We're not talking about vigilantism and superheroes. (laughs) Maybe another time. Yeah, maybe another time. But we are talking rather about... Exercise. Yes, exercise. So, exercise, as you can probably tell, something that we both engage in. Um, (laughs) Thank you for the demonstration. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And uh, exercise is great, and hopefully all of you are also uh, engaged in some form of exercise. Um, it helps us you know, build muscle, build cardio, endurance, you gain strength, and oftentimes it's not always just the physical side, but it can push us in our mental uh, capacities as well. Yeah, and it's also important, and the reason we're talking about it is because exercise can help us in the pursuit of the good life and in the cultivation of virtue. And, you know, we usually start with a, you know, what is exercise kind of thing. But I think for the most part, you know, the general population understands what exercise is. You know, it's physical exertion, strength training, cardiovascular endurance building, working out, etc. And I guess the cool part about exercise is, you know, there's so many different ways in which you can exercise, right? There's not just one way to exercise. You can lift weights, uh, you can run, you can train for triathlons, marathons, 5Ks, turkey trots. Uh, You can participate in team sports, something I've done my whole life. You can swim. I've got buddies who love to swim. People who play individual sports like golf, tennis, the list goes on and on and on. You know, there's mixed martial arts. Um, you know, training, which people love because it's good for cardio and other stuff too, and not just like the practical aspect of being able to hit someone well. Um, and so because there's so many different ways in which you can exercise, I think for us, you know, part of the message today is it doesn't really matter, you know, how you exercise, but what's important is that you do exercise and that you do it often. Yeah, so now that we've kind of gone through uh, some general exercises, we'll talk a little bit about what we like to do for exercise, why we exercise, uh, tie into the virtues, and then finish out with just some more open-ended questions. So uh, my forms of exercise, which I touched upon when we were talking about leisure, uh, I do weight training, so lifting weights. I like to row, and I don't live near an open body of water, so I don't go on a boat. But the bayou, <laughs> the bayou. I I don't I don't know if I could stand the stench. I don't stench. know if I've ever actually seen anyone row on the bayou. I've seen somebody in a kayak in the okay. bayou. So, um, but no, I I don't engage in water sports. Um, but rowing on the machine, and then I also like to go on walks, and that's nice because I can do it with my family and. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's what I generally do for exercise. Yeah, uh, a lot of that's similar to me. Um, not, I guess somewhat similar. I also like to weight train. Um, I do a 5x5 five five program. Um, I lo- I've played soccer my whole life, and I still do. And soccer is gr- a great way for me to just keep my skill 
up in that a sport that I love, but also keep my hand-eye coordination up, my um, foot-eye coordination. My, yeah, foot-eye coordination. Because uh, if you're using your hand, I'm I'm sure your teammates will get pretty mad yeah, at you. Yeah, they will get very mad at me. Um, so developing my foot-eye coordination, you know, keeping up my cardio. Um, yeah, and I you know also play basketball, which is great. I also love to do uh, golf and tennis, which are a little different, but I, I've rarely ever use a golf cart. So I'm carrying my clubs. And when you play 18 holes, you know, that's a good way to get a little exercise in other than just swinging your clubs. And so, uh, those are, those are like the things I like to do when I exercise. All right. So why do we exercise? And, uh, honestly, the first thing that came to mind, I was like, <laughs> vanity. <laughs> now that's not, <laughs> nice. that's, that's not the primary reason. It's, it's a secondary thing. So honestly, looking good is is something that comes out of exercise. Mm-hmm. I, again, it's not the primary reason why I exercise, but it, it is there. Um, primarily, it is to uh, feel good. And, and when I say feel good, I guess there are two aspects of that. In the moment, it does give me this sense of pleasure, kind of this adrenaline rush, mm-hmm. in which it feels great because you're recognizing you're pushing yourself to your limits and you're doing something pretty cool. And I think there's some science like as far as, you know, endorphins being released from working out and stuff. So that has that benefit too. Yeah. And then kind of like what we talked about um, in leisure again, when you're doing nothing, you, you kind of feel this sliminess. But if you do exercise and you get really exhausted after workout, you you feel good. Like, mm-hmm. it's great. One of my favorite things, one of my favorite exercise back in high school actually was doing power cleaning. And I would feel the best after doing those because it was a full body workout and you exercise basically every inch of your body. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you just, you know, you just want to lie down on the right. floor and, and not move. And so while I don't do power cleans much anymore or clean and jerks and all those kind of uh, Olympic moves, um, just being able to exercise and feel some sort of exhaustion at the end is one of the reasons that I like to do it. Uh, it there's a sense of accomplishment. And then, as I mentioned already, it's, it's a leisurely activity that I like to partake in. And then also, uh, although I haven't done this for now, like almost a year, exercising with friends because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been to a gym uh, this whole time. <laughs> Shocking. <Not> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but exercising with friends and in, in, it's a great way to um, push each other, uh, push each other's limits. Also, just a really good time to hang out. And generally, uh, not to be all like, oh, high and mighty, but I generally worked out with people who were smaller than me. So the weights that we would do were a little bit different, but I'd see them, you know, drastically improving over time. And then that would push me because I say like, what, this guy's like six inches shorter than me, 70 pounds lighter. And he's like catching up on me on, on all these different exercises. So it, it pushed me to move forward and move faster and, um, and get stronger in the process. That's awesome. I generally am someone who enjoys living a healthy lifestyle. So that's why I enjoy exercise. Um, in, on one aspect, you know, I like Alec, I want to look good. I want to feel good. Um, the, and those are important parts of exercise, but I also like the challenge of exercise. And that, I think that's what, more of what I get out of exercise, particularly like weightlifting. Um, and it's both the physical and mental aspects of challenge that I enjoy. So again, for example, with my weight training program, um, it's a five by five program with an A day and a B day, which I do three times a week and it's rotational and you're supposed to add weight to the exercises you're doing in that weight training program every time. And so I'm adding weight every time I go to the gym 
and one, this pushes pushes me physically because I, I'm I'm strengthening my body. I can tell, you know, when I when the gyms opened back up during quarantine and I was able to get back in the gym and pick it up again, uh, I could I could just I could tell because you start off, you know, you kind of figure out, okay, I think I could start here with weight. And then you, you know, you slowly build up and you're like, oh man, I can actually feel my body getting stronger. I, you know, you, you can feel your muscles getting stronger. You're, you're physically seeing it as you can see yourself doing more weight. Um, and so you're pushing yourself, you know, you're trying to best yourself every time you go into the gym. Also, there's the mental aspect of it. You have to be mentally locked in and concentrating when you're lifting, especially as you get further and further in the weight and technique becomes even more important because you could hurt yourself, but also uh, if you don't, you you will fail. You won't be able to lift the weight. I think that, you know, there are times when you're, you're, you get into the gym and you just like want to crank out your workout and then you realize, oh, you know, I need to take like a, a bit of a rest and reset my technique. And then it, you complete the exercise when you thought you would fail. And so that's a, another good way in which you have are presented with a challenge and you can push yourself through. Nice. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on those fronts, but I think you uh, enumerated it a lot better. So as we normally do, we are going to tie this into the good life and virtues. And I think you're going to kind of recognize a lot of the themes that we're going to touch upon because, again, you've heard 17, 18 podcasts at this mm-hmm. point. So um, y- you should kind of guess what's coming up. But we'll go ahead and start with one of the ones that we mentioned uh, when we talked about this virtue. We talked specifically about the physical aspect, and that's fortitude. And really, it's the idea of pushing through difficulty. And then kind of a sub-virtue of that is order, and that's sticking to a routine. So it's, uh, I, I don't have the statistic, but I think everybody knows this, that when the new year starts, mm-hmm. gym memberships, you know, fly through the roof. Right. And if you go to your gym, it's going to be packed. You know, it's like, oh man, like I, I can't get on my bench or my workout machine that I really want to. And then you wait two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and it goes back to the same old, same old uh-huh. normal customers. So it, it requires fortitude to not give up after that week or two of your you know New Year's resolution, but really sticking through, especially on exercise, which, as you mentioned, is so challenging and demanding mm-hmm. of you. And then uh, you know, on a more comical side, <laughs> we wanted to talk about not skipping leg day. So that requires a lot of fortitude. It does. I, and I don't, why is it that people don't like to do legs? Um, I guess people don't normally look at legs. I, I mean, if you're looking at the eye gaze, you're probably thinking, you know, most people, I mean, look at me right now. You don't see my legs. Right. So uh, <laughs> if you're sitting at That's a table. True. Yeah. I just find, I, we can talk about this. Well, that will get, when we talk about, we're going to talk about our favorite exercises. I'll get more into favorite, ex- that will get more into favorite exercises. But I'm with Alec. Don't skip leg day. It's important. Yes, um, and then also don't skip Brain Day. Listen to this podcast. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think I think fortitude is a, I think fortitude is a huge part of uh, exercise, um, both in you know practicing fortitude, um, and then also just developing it because you know you have to have like that initial will to want to do it, and then once you get into it, you get to the point you'll you know you hit a lot of walls when you exercise, especially if you're someone like you know, us with our weight training programs, we are constantly trying to build upon your strength. At some point you get, you hit a wall and you have to reevaluate and you can just quit and be like, okay, I'm done. And like, you know, you know, or whatever. But if you figure it, you know, you have to, you, again, it's all about endurance, right? And that's, that's kind of an interesting part of exercise. You talk about strength endurance or cardio endurance or all that stuff. And that's uniquely tied in the fortitude as we've discussed in the past. Uh, I think another virtue that comes into play is prudence. 
and knowing how far you can physically push yourself and mentally push yourself. Um, and you know, that, that's, that's one aspect of it. Another, I think is, you know, prudence being all about, you know, right. Thinking about the right thing at the right time, making the right decision. Um, you know, you have to, it, it ties into like what aspect of your health, you know, maybe you could say like, there's an aspect of your health that's lacking and you need to, to work on that. And I think that's a, an interesting way in which prudence is apparent in exercise. Yeah. So then a subset uh, or a sub-virtue of prudence, I think, is uh, humility. And that's recognizing, again, your strengths and weaknesses. And this can be pretty similar to what we were just saying of like knowing, you know, how far you can go or, or, or right thing at the right time. So if you've never done uh, bench press before, don't put the two big plates on the bar <laughs> just to look like you know what you're doing or, or to look cool. And then kind of a, uh, another side of humility is also not comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. And I think that's super important for, um, especially if you're like a big gym goer, um, or even just like playing team sports or stuff like that. Um, it's very easy to like get into a routine of like looking what seeing every, what everybody else is doing and starting to compare yourself. And this is not to say that you shouldn't be motivated by what other people are doing. Like you can go in the gym and see, you know, see, I, I see people who are my height and you know, my age all the time who are way bigger than me muscle mass wise. And you're like, how, how did you do that? And you're like, try and figure out a way to push yourself, change your routine, you know, your diet, that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, I think what you have to remember is, you know, what we're talking about here, exercise is real, exercise is really about self-improvement, um, both from a physical and mental perspective, but also a perspective of cultivating virtue. And so you need to be setting goals and trying to achieve them. Um, and it's good to stay motivated, but again, focusing on others and what others are doing and comparing yourself to them can be a real big mental block. And then you don't have that mental endurance that you need to be able to push yourself through, you know, difficult workouts. Um, you know, that kind of seems more related to gym, but you can see this in team sports too. Uh, you know, if you've got a team and there's a lot of good players, like, you know, soccer, you've got a lot of good soccer players on your team and you're constantly comparing yourself to them, you're more worried about them developing their skill and not you developing yours. And then you just are, you're plateauing. Yeah. And then I think similar to maybe how some women might compare themselves to in Instagram models and that kind of, uh, you know, fake perfection or fake right. beauty. Um, men can compare themselves to uh, movie stars or athletes mm. that are, again, projected uh, through media to be this example of manliness and strength. And those people put in a lot of time and effort, right. and that's their job oftentimes. Yes. <laughs> so that's why they look that way or are able to perform to a certain degree. Mm. And since we're not in that position, if you're a working professional or a student, you have other responsibilities that you need to take care of and, uh, and take precedence over hitting the gym. Definitely. Yeah. So then um, we're just going to go through all the, uh, <laughs> all the cardinal virtues here and, and talk about justice. And again, justice is, is giving, uh, you know, due, giving what is due to somebody. And so in this case, since exercise can be pretty self-motivated, as, mm -hmm. as Jack has mentioned a lot of times, you know, we should be treating our body well because we're not just mental, we're not just um, soul, but we're body as well. So we need to be able to recognize that to be healthy, it may require some exercise. And then as well, um, along that path of, of exercising, not overdoing it and not doing too little, we need to do just what we deserve or what our body deserves. 
and maybe even add to it, 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 it goes outside of yourself. Like for instance, you know, like your father and a husband, you have to be physically healthy in order to be pro, like a provider, right? So you have, you have a duty to be, you know, constantly maintain healthiness and strength, be a protector. Um, and those are all good things. And if you, you know, if you neglect your exercise or your, your, you know, your health, that that's detrimental to your family. Right. So I think, and that's, you owe that to them. So there's another aspect of justice that is interwoven here. Yeah. And then the last one is temperance, which I kind of talked about mm-hmm. injustice of not doing too little, not doing too much. And um, if you do too much, potentially you could hurt yourself, which right. would also be unjust. Uh-huh. And then if you're doing too little, then uh, on the extreme case, you know, your muscles would atrophy, uh, you'd go into muscle muscular atrophy, right. cardio weakness, um, maybe, you know, some heart deficiencies mm-hmm. and whatnot. So there's that level of kind of temperance and justice, tie, I think, tie in really yeah, nicely. Definitely. So we've kind of hinted upon some topics just while we're talking about this, but I think we're going to deep dive a little bit into some more specific questions that we thought of. And let's go ahead and get into them. Now, this is not a fitness podcast, as you are well aware by now. And for first-time listeners, you're probably thinking, uh, this is a fitness podcast, but it's not. So we are not experts in this field or in basically any field that we we, uh, are talking about in in this podcast. So, you know, take what we say with a grain of salt, especially... Uh, except for the the don't skip brain day that that yeah. one I think we yeah, can say yeah. we can say without a doubt we're experts on not skipping brain day. <laughs> That's right, especially as we are career students at this point. <laughs> All right, so the first question, since we both talked about it as being one of our favorite or one of our ways in which we exercise, what are some of your favorite weight training exercises? So I have primarily just one favorite, and I do it every time I go to the gym and that's squatting. So I never skip leg day because leg day is basically every day, every time I go to the gym and there, I think squatting is a super healthy exercise. Um, you know, it's very leg focused, but it, you, you know, as you add on weight, you're, you're developing, you know, you bet your balance has to be good. Um, you have to have a strong core. So it develops strong core. You're not getting like ripped in the core, but your core has to stay strong in order to support that weight. Because if it it doesn't, that's when you start putting your back into it and you can hurt yourself. Um, so I think squatting is a really great full body exercise. I love it. And also being a soccer player, I like to have big legs. Um, and just genetically I have big legs. And so I've always been someone who's enjoyed getting in the squat rack and, and cranking out some sets. Uh, so that's my favorite, I guess. Um, Something I've also enjoyed doing as of late, which is also leg related, is I love calf pressing. And calf pressing is just fun to me because it's amazing how much you can press with like just your ankle pivoting. Um, and so you're just, and it's a fun one to do. Like if I go to the gym and it's crowded and everyone's in a rack, like all the racks are taken, all the benches are taken. And it's like, well, I need to do something while I'm standing here. So I either go jump in like a, you know, an ab core machine or I jump on the calf press and you can just sit there and like, you know, be on your phone and just like, push away and like you're building muscle and you know i love that you know it's just a little time waster but it's a good way to build some calf strength <laughs> yeah all right i i never really thought of it that way <laughs> it's like jump on your phone and and uh crank away but uh, i guess probably my second favorite exercise is squat now because i've not been in a gym for like i said about a year at this point i have been greatly missing out on doing some heavy weight uh-huh. on the squat. Like I just have dumbbells that I use. And so 
you know, it's fine, but I've I've definitely lost some some mass in the legs. And um yeah, that's unfortunate for me. But uh once I, you know, get back somewhere then uh, I'll make sure to to hit up on the squat. So I'm afraid that I'll be doing like less weight than you if we ever It's okay. You'll probably you'll you'll blow by me as soon as like you get back in the gym or there consistently. So um well thank you for that. You're uh, welcome. Um but I'll stay humble and say no, Jack. I I defer to you. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> but my favorite exercise and I mean this is like every gym bro's favorite exercise is the bench. I mean, because it's just, it's so much fun to, again, put the big plates on and just pump it out. Uh-huh. And it it's chest, but, you know, it also takes the tricep and it takes a lot of balance and also doing it right because you can see people getting on there with like their chest poofed out uh-huh. and, uh, you know, their back all arched and whatnot. And I guess there are different techniques to do it. So, you know, I think that technique, a lot of uh, power lifters use right. for competition because it just increases, it changes the distance. Yeah. And so they like arch their back, get their feet all puffed up. Yeah. That's, that's all I know about it. So yeah. that's one way yeah. to do it. I mean, and, and then also just getting a massive chest so that your distance from bench is right. only a two inch uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> difference. You don't, to, you don't have to move the weight very far. <laughs> um, but yeah, get it like, and then also on the bench, you can do wide grip, close grip, regular grip mm-hmm. to kind of work out the different areas. And then I'm going to go a little bit further and say decline and incline Okay. to be able to work out upper chest, lower chest, and really get like a full kind of. Uh, comprehensive chest workout just on one bench. I've also seen the um, on a regular flat bench where you put your legs up. Yeah. Like super Cross high. it. Yeah, where you could cr- just have yeah. them up so you don't support. So it's like you have no lower body back support, core support. It's literally just upper body. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really like that and being able to be, you think of just a bench, but there's a little bit more you can mm-hmm. do with that. So yeah, and, and no digs against the people who, you know, poop their chest out. I just think it looks really funny. So <laughs> it does. And uh, if you want to be honest, you got to go like full extension down. Like that's that's mm-hmm. that counts as one rep. Run rep, yeah. <laughs> so, so we've you know talked about favorite exercises. Do you have a least favorite type of exercise? Uh, uh so my least favorite exercise is not in the realm of weight training. Although there are some that I dislike over others. It's actually running. I just I do not like running. I ran a half marathon about a year ago at this point and it was the worst experience of my life i well part of it i didn't train for it um i i had uh qualifying exams which took up like all my time and i happened to be sick during it too Uh. so and i ate like three kolaches beforehand i thought it would provide me the energy i needed but (laughs) so uh running and i've tried running every now and then like i can run a mile or two Uh like that's okay but uh aside from that no and i'll just counter by saying aside from running my cardio that i prefer is doing rowing because it's low impact and you still get a cardio workout and you happen to work out many other muscle muscle groups as well i'm in the same boat i despise running which is so weird because i'm a soccer player and i've my whole life i've played positions that require the most running around on the field um but it's it's funny that that's the case because people are always like oh you have like an engine you just like don't quit you're constantly running around and i think about it i'm like yeah but it's so weird cuz i don't do any outside cardio training and i ran a half marathon once and i actually trained for it um and i felt really good like in the training through the training and the months leading up to it but i like i wore out my my legs and i so actually that was my sophomore year of college 
I came back home from um from school and I my foot was hurting and I went to the doctor and I had basically like it wasn't like a stress it wasn't as bad as a stress stress fracture stress fracture good lord um but the doctor t- took an X-ray and was like yeah you've got you're just like it's got it's weak you know whatever we're gonna put you in a boot so I was in a boot for two weeks you know because of you know, the silly, you know, the half marathon that I ran and I just don't like running. Like it just, there's no, I mean, this isn't true, right? I'm over characterizing it uh, or mischaracterizing it, but like, it feels like there's no goal when you're running. So what running a race is different, right? Like if you're in a race with other people, you're trying to get a good time. And I guess you can do that when you're out running by yourself, you know, training for things, but I absolutely hate that. And I mean, it just like, all I can think about when I'm running is like, my knees hurting. And then if you don't have a place to run outside and you're on the treadmill, it's just the loud clomping and my head hurts and I'm trying to distract myself with music. And it's, it, I just don't like it at all. So maybe let's get off of our negative Nancy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry for all you runners out there. I just don't like it. Yeah. I, I'm actually not sorry. I, I don't like it, but I'm glad that you can find some enjoyment uh, in it, especially because my, my in-laws, some of my in-laws like running uh, and yeah. I don't. Um, but you know, one thing I like to think about is practical implications for working out. So as I mentioned, my favorite, uh, weight training is the bench press. But Mm -hmm. one thing I think about is when are you going to be in an opportunity in which you need to like push a heavy weight off your chest? And I guess if there's an aggressor coming at you with, uh, (laughs) with a weapon or some sort, you can push him back and you know, they push you on the ground and you're like, good thing I've done bench press, push them off. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's certainly some, I think like, you know, I guess the importance of, you know, particularly weight training is like full body physical weight training. So you're just building full body strength because the stronger you are, the more, you know, you're able to deal with, you know, all sorts of just situations like everyday things. Like if you're working in your yard, you know, picking things up so you don't strain your back, stuff like that. But there's also, um, I think you, you kind of brought it up. Like, I think it's good for self-defense purposes. You not, might not be trained in self-defense techniques, but when you're stronger, um, it's certainly helpful to be have more strength when you're in a situation in which you need to be able to help yourself or someone that you love or that you're with. So those are those are practical. I think I I I'm a proponent of exercise solely for the practical benefit of just f- developing full body strength, whether it's physical, mental, cardio, just being a healthier person. I think that's the most practical benefit of exercise yeah, is just being healthy. Um, and we live in a world and particularly our nation is one, we were just looking this up. Like what was the average weight for a, an American male and then an American female? Yeah. 50th percentile is 197 pounds for a male and 170 pounds for a female, which is crazy. I mean, that seems crazy to me. Like I, I mean, particularly for women, it seems like a lot. Um, and for men too, I'm just thinking like I'm, I'm above average height. Uh-huh. And I'm not at 197 pounds. I'm close, okay. but I'm not there. So I just feel like if I'm above average height, then there are you know 50 percent people that are heavier than me that may right. be shorter and whatnot. Yeah, I mean maybe I my perspective is different because I'm just small. Like I'm five seven, so I think that's three inches below the average height for an American male. I think it's five ten, and then I weigh 145, 150, somewhere in that between 140 and 150. It depends if I'm keeping up with my exercise regime and keeping my muscle mass up. Um, but I'm kind of, I'm smaller than most Americans. So it just feels like, why doesn't everybody look more like me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, if everybody looked like you, then we'd all be midgets. (laughs) We'd have, uh, less trucks or the trucks wouldn't be as, uh, lifted. (laughs) I have a hard time getting into my truck. I'll be honest. (laughs) 
So I guess we can close out by talking about like different exercise programs that we might want to get into in the future. Cause we talked about, we do some cardio, some sports and weight training, but anything beyond that. Yeah. So I, th- there's, I think two for me and they're both kind of like getting back into things that I've done or have a tangential interest in. So the first is golf. Um, and this past summer was great because, um, golf was like one of the only things you could do with everything on lockdown. Cause you were outside, you could so properly socially distance. And so all the golf courses were open. So I was able to play a lot of golf and golf is fun. And I th- golf is one of those sports that really challenges you mentally. I think like the physical, there is a lot of physical um, balance and ball striking and stuff, but when you're an amateur, you make way more mistakes than you do good things. And so it's just about staying mentally composed, which can be very hard. Uh, the second thing that I'm interested in possibly picking up or getting back into uh, is like mixed martial arts stuff. So I did boxing for a year when I was in college um, and actually loved it. I think we can watch your video on YouTube, right? It might be on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's not that great. I got my butt kicked. Yeah, let's just but... say the guy who was, um, so this is Jack's height, his contender. Well, it's off camera. That's how tall. Yeah, he was way <laughs> way taller than me. It's because I missed my the lowest weight class. So they do the weight classes in uh in like groups of eight pounds. So it was like 140, uh, it was like 140 to 148 or something like that. Or that can't be right. Or it's like 130 something to 142. So 136 to 142 or something like that. And I weighed in at 142 and a half. So I was in the next weight weight division, which was the 148. Uh, and I mean, this guy was six inches taller than me, probably weighed like the same amount as me. Cause he was a stick. And I just couldn't get inside, but it was fun. I love, well, the thing I liked about boxing was that one, the training, super, super like cardiovascular endurance, you're pushing yourself, um, lots of core training, and then just learning how to like throw a proper punch, I think is like one of the most beneficial things I've ever learned in my life. I've never had to use it, thank goodness. But now I know like, like technique. I think, I think if you were ever in a, I mean, this is so practical and weird and I hope I'm never in a fight with anyone, <laughs> but you know. If like go on like for you know what it's worth, get on YouTube and go watch some world star videos where people like are throwing like their fists in all sorts of directions and they can't hit each other. Like that, yeah, exactly. Like that's not. And if you if you know how to fight, you literally just step back and then you throw a jab in the side of your head and in the side of their head, and you you've probably won the fight. So I mean, I think there's that's what's up. I like boxing because of the physical aspects, but I also like the idea of you know being able to properly defend yourself. Yeah, so for me, I have a similar one, and it actually ties into the practical implications for working out or for exercising. And something I'd like to get into in the future, probably farther down the line, is some sort of martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Krav Maga, Jiu Jitsu are usually um, touted as as good self defense, and it's not as aggressive, but it's getting yourself out of certain situations. And it's again on the practical aspect mm-hmm. of self defense and being able to. Um, uh, I guess repel an aggressor, and I guess one thing that's holding me back is there's there's an a barrier of cost because if you want to get in a class or have a mentor or something, then it's not always the cheapest option. Right. But um, I guess on the side, I could I could get into boxing. One of my uh, in laws got some boxing gloves, so okay. I could I could practice spar with him. Yeah, and uh, and get into that because he's also a few inches taller than me. So, but I'm definitely outclass his weight group yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah just just uh having that practical implication of working out exercising being able to defend yourself because as you mentioned as father and husband you do have uh the the designation of protector of the family 
So a lot of that does take place more in the mental, uh, spiritual aspect, but then physically as well, if, mm-hmm. if the case uh, comes down to it. But um, I'll, I'll just stop there. <laughs> yeah, and I think we've, I think we throughout this episode, we've shown like all the, like there's a lot of practical benefits to working out and exercise, which I think people realize, but I hope people also see the tie-in to virtue and why you know it's good to work out and exercise because it builds endurance and fortitude and uh it trains you and there's an aspect of humility like we're talking about and prudence and temperance and finding that balance and i think that's all very important and i hope uh people enjoyed it thanks for tuning in to another episode of smith and scholar if you liked what you heard Please subscribe to our podcast on all the major platforms, including YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Also, follow us on Twitter to stay up to date with everything we are doing and thinking. Finally, feel free to give us feedback and ask questions across the different platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Smith and Scholar.